<laughs> Hello, this is Professor Von Dracovich, and I'm here to tell you that the perks for noobs and dragons have changed for patrons. If you go to www.patreon.com slash media, you'll see that for $1 you still get access to exclusive Discord channels. For $5, you get access to exclusive content, like Behind the DM Screen, a monthly special where the Dungeon Master takes you behind the scenes of the show. Take it from an expert on restructuring, <laughs> such as myself. This is a great way to support the show and get a great boon from it as well. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group defeated Mayorita Kanasan and made their way back to Narquillion. While Alistair and Tilly slept, Jandar encountered a wood elf who had been looking for him. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, uh, the three of you are separated right now. Uh, uh, we have Alistair and Tilly sleeping and dozing away. <sighs> Oblivious to the fact that their friend Jandar is currently at the Redleaf Brewery being stared down by a uh, another wood elf uh, who uh, has said that uh, uh, he, he, he tried to challenge a half-orc on the road who directed him to you and said that he, he would only fight you if you could defeat uh, if he could defeat you. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what did you say your name was again? He uh, kind of like uh, pulls the, the hood back all the way, and uh, he says, I don't believe I did. It's Odaskal. Odaskal. Okay. All right. You really want to do this? He says, I aim to be the best, and in order to prove myself, I have to get through you first. I take a couple steps right up into his face. He does not back away. He just smiles. He seems pretty nonchalant about this. He's challenging you to a duel, which is feasibly a really dangerous thing where, like, one of you could lose your lives, and he seems real laid back about it. I lean right up into him, and I'm like, hey, are you really sure you want to do this? Oh, I am 100% sure, friend. You know I know this half-elf, this half-orc, right? I assumed you did. He did direct me to you. I I thought it would be rather rude if he told me to go fight you and you didn't know him. Okay. I'm just making sure you understand what you're getting yourself into. He kind of smiles. I don't lose. He says, well, there's a first time for everything, friend. Perfect. Where do you want to do this? Right here? Right now? Uh, you, he goes to, like, smile at you, and you hear, uh, Phil Fizz go, um, Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe Let's, outside? And yeah. he kind of just points the door. Uh, well, that's right, Phil Fizz, that's right. Sorry, he goes, my bad. He goes, I'd really appreciate it if I was outside. And he says, oh, I don't mean to, to trouble your establishment, sir. And he kind of smiles at, uh, uh, Phil Fizz, and he walks over to the bar, and he says, my apologies. And he puts a gold piece on the counter, he says, we'll take this outside. I slide over and I drop two gold pieces right down next to that. I go, yeah, we'll take this outside. Says, of course. And he rustles into his pocket. He goes, right outside. He puts three gold pieces down. Five gold pieces down. Ten. (laughs) All right. Fifteen. How much gold does he have? (laughs) He puts down only 
he goes to like rustle into his pocket and he he kind of goes well, you win the first round, friend. Let's see if I can win the second <laughs> round. <laughs> Philip is slides, <laughs> slides all the gold into his uh, 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 his like uh, uh, bag, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, no, this is this is uh, this is great, guys. You you just keep that <laughs> you up. Pay for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I." Uh, you're not there. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. I just want to understand as a, as a human being. He's updating the bar. I don't okay? understand this. Bar update. Uh, I, I'm a there patron a of this bar. There better be a kick-ass sound system later. <laughs> Odesco uh, walks out first. He doesn't uh, He doesn't mind you you being behind him or anything. Uh, and he starts heading outside. You two, uh, uh, Alistair and Tilly, you guys are kind of like nodding in and out and like you, you've gotten your full night's sleep, but it is late at night, you know, so it's like un- kind of uncomfortable to, to continue sleeping, but it feels weird to be awake right now. But you also, you know, just saw uh, Professor Von Dracovich and Albus B. Tinker head into the, the, uh, the like hidden basement with something weird and aberrant. They're, they're trying to put the finishing touches on the lunar solar cannon. You're not entirely sure what's going on there. So we're awake now? Yeah, yeah. You guys kind of oh, wake yeah. up. You you guys are, are a little groggy, but you're you're fine mostly. I'm sleepy. Zoff is still asleep. Uh, he's in the room with you. Uh, Tilly, you see that uh, Amelia has uh, awoken up as well. How are you feeling, Amelia? Um, uh, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. Uh, she kind of uh, uh, kind of rubs the sleep out of her eyes, and she says... I, I didn't really sleep too well, but um, maybe maybe I won't sleep well for a while. Yeah, I didn't sleep too well either. I uh, kind of woke up halfway throughout the night and found out that uh, my father is up to some shenanigans, so I'm going to go take care of this. Oh, okay. Um, I want to go to the ladder. Sure, you go to the uh, the ladder. I want to yell down and be like, can I come down yet, bozos? <laughs> uh, you yell. I... Uh, you hear Professor Von Dracovich uh, uh, shout because uh, he had like uh, there's a door uh, that you know that was uh, uh, put up into the basement that's been slammed shut and the door kind of cracks and you see the the dragon head kind of pop out and the scales kind of fluctuate from like uh, uh, black to white and he goes, "What do you want? The, am I allowed to come in or to see what the hell you guys are working on or what?" I don't. I think that. He goes, no, we're busy. Okay, cool. Dimension door inside. <laughs> uh, you have to be able to see the uh, the spot to use dimension door, though, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Alistair, you hear uh, Tilly is shouting uh, like downstairs. Uh, Zoff stays asleep. It sounds like he's you know uh, snoring away. He needs his beauty rest. <laughs> of course. That, uh, that beard isn't going to look so good without uh, enough rest, you yeah. know? Won't have that uh, sheen it always has. No, it won't. It could be uh, a place you can see or one that you can visualize. You and can I've visualize that, there, yeah. So you absolutely it. can. You appear in the uh, middle of the uh, uh, the basement lair. Uh, and I yell, surprise, motherfuckers! You yell, and Professor Von Dracovich sort of slowly turns from the door, because you're like now behind him, and he turns to look at you, and he has a really serious expression on his face. Uh, you see your father, uh, Albus, is, uh, currently has like a, a hatchet, and he's at like a table, and you see the, the hatchet kind of go, whoomp! Down and he cuts off a piece of like tentacle from this weird monstrosity that they brought. What the hell are you doing? And they just stare at each other. Uh, like Albus and uh, Von Dracovich sort of stare back and forth at each other. And Albus goes, 
Honey, maybe it's better if you don't see this. Well, I'm, listen, first of all, you're down here with all the secrets, and then I pop in here because you wouldn't let me in, so I had to find my own way in, which I will always find my way in, and you got some, some weird-ass tentacle play going on down here. Explain yourself. Make a perception check. Five. <laughs> with a five, I... Uh, <laughs> You, uh, you, you don't really see too much. You look, you scan around the room. Uh, nothing really catches your attention. You're, you're kind of, you know, freaked out about what's going on here. And Professor von Drakovich sort of like slowly, kind of like floats over to you, and he puts like a, a, a his clawed hand on your shoulder, and he says, "Listen, Tilly, you hired us for a job. We're going to complete that job." And he kind of like turns you around to look at him instead of the weird monstrosity that has like a, a like a, a mortal man like human's face on it, but like a, like a pile of tentacles otherwise. Uh, and uh, and he kind of turns you around. And he says, "We need just a little bit of peace and quiet as we put the finishing touches on the Lunasaur the cannon." I'm slap his claw off my shoulder, and I'm gonna go. There better not be any funny business going on down here, all right? I don't know what's going on down here. This shit looks crazy, but I will rip that brain right out of that body that we put it in and put you back in the jar. So you better make sure your shit's right. And then I'm going to just Make an walk. intimidate check. I didn't, want to, I didn't want an intimidate check. I just want to walk upstairs. I'm done. Uh, 11. <laughs> With an 11, you, your voice kind of cracks a little bit here and there. Uh, Professor von Drakovich does not seem too perturbed by the fact you're threatening to rip his brain out of his body. Elvis seems a little bit more apologetic, and he's like, Honey, it's it's it, we'll work on it. There's no funny business. Trust me. There's nothing funny about this. And he kind of points at this weird pile of an aberration in front of, uh, in front of him. And uh, Professor von Drakovich goes, well, I mean, it's a little funny. I'm just going to walk up the <laughs> You go back up head. the ladder. Uh, uh, and you shake your head. Uh, I'm going to uh, tell Alistair that there's some tentacle play going on downstairs. A tentacle, tentacle play? Tentacle play, yeah. Yeah, there's, play? there's, there's tentacles. Like they're doing a performance with the, tentacles? I don't know. It could have been. Like, do they need someone to help out with? Because I'm looking. I could do the music. Uh, you might want to check. Amelia? I don't know. There's a lot of tentacles down there. Amelia kind of perks her head up and she goes, uh, What? Oh, hey, Emilio. Uh, hi. Hey, how's it going? Uh, pretty well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're talking about some, like, weird tentacle play or something going on downstairs. I don't know. It just sounds kind of I weird. think I'm okay on the first floor. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk to you about some stuff. You want to go sit down in the library? Yeah, she she nods and uh, uh, agrees to uh, chat with you and, and Tilly as well if she Tilly, wants come to join. chat. We'll relax in there. I. Uh, Back to you, Jandar. Uh, so, Jandar, you uh, uh, walk outside, and you're like in the front of, uh, uh, you know, the Red Leaf Brewery, and uh, Odaskal uh, kind of, you know, smirks at you again. And he's like, uh, "Is here fine, or is there somewhere else you'd like to do this?" I mean, it's wherever you want to lose. I don't care. If this is good for you. It's good for me. And he kind of smiles. He goes, oh, anywhere's fine for me. And uh, and he kind of takes a few more steps away from you. He kind of turns around. He says, now, I, I don't necessarily plan on, on killing you. You you seem, well, I'm sure that the very kind half-orc I met likes you for a reason. I don't know what that reason is just yet, but perhaps I'll learn in this battle. Are we fighting to kill or maybe trying to spare one another's lives? 
we can uh, let's just have some fun. Let's just have some fun. He smiles. He says, "Oh, that's all I'm about, friend." And he, uh, uh, you know, pulls the the heavy crossbow out of like the the cloak. You know, it's like on a chain by his side. And he also, out of like one of his sleeves, pulls out a bunch of like what look like uh, rolled up pieces of paper, like maybe scrolls or something. And he kind of smirks and he says, "By all means, are you ready to draw?" And he kind of holds his hand, like kind of like keeps the gun at his like side before he uh, goes to fight. Okay, I'm gonna draw. Make an initiative check. Well, that's a good start. It's a real good start. What'd you get? Natural twenty. Wow! I thought he was rolling pretty good with a fifteen. Uh, you go first. Oh man! Hold on, hold on a second here. I got really excited about this and may or may not have had my dice ready. It's a possibility. I feel like we need like uh, rattles and like uh, yeah, typical like wood, uh, Western music. Yeah. Hee haw! I just think of Five O Goes West. Music. <laughs> Honestly, that's all I think all right. of. Okay. Not so, not the good, the bad, and the ugly. Five O Goes West. Five O Goes West. Absolutely. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, so um, I'm going to mm-hmm. first do a little something new. Okay. So, something that no one's ever seen before. Uh-huh. I'm just going to call on a couple of my friends. Dillian Dallas. No, just going to conjure. I'm going to conjure some woodland creatures. Oh, oh, now that is new. Yeah, so. I feel like you've taken a whole bunch of spells and you don't use them very often. It's usually Hunter's Mark. So what are you summoning? Uh, I'm going to summon two dire wolves. Two dire wolves. And uh, yeah, they're going to just uh, all of a sudden be... be <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I can hear them in the distance. <laughs> so this is my first time using this spell. Mm-hmm. And... And um, I'm going to bring the two direwolves in. My question to you at that point is: When they spawn, are they are they like active like this turn? I believe they roll initiative. So go ahead and make an initiative check for them. Mm, okay. Individually, right? Uh, no, they're oh, all together. together. Yeah, Ele- they're. They got an eleven. Do I add, and I add uh, anything to that? Uh, if they got eleven on the dice, I believe they're going to add the the initiative bonus for the like monster stat block uh, in the from the book. So it would be like their dex bonus if it's not listed. Uh, that would be two, so thirteen. Okay. So I. Uh, they do go after Odaskal. Good for Odaskal. Uh, you summon forth uh, uh, the the wolves. Uh, they they appear like kind of by your side. Yeah. Uh, he's maybe about like. He, he took a few steps away from you after walking out, so he's like 30 feet away. He's not that far. Yeah. Uh, he immediately jumps back uh, like 30 feet. He kind of bounces backwards, and he pulls out the heavy crossbow and launches two shots. And it looks it, it, like a heavy crossbow should be something that are kind of hard to like you know fire multiple times. He loads it lightning fast, and he launches two shots at you. Uh, he shoots me without me attacking? Yeah. You summon four of the wolves, and like he he asked you to draw. You summon four of the wolves, and he starts to a fight. Okay, so I don't get my attack when I summon wolves. That was a standard action, right? No, how's it a standard action if I'm using it as a concentration with? 
you would have to mark. check a look at the spell description because I uh, I uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to use it with Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark is also concentration, right? Uh, but uh, some con- some spells can be concentration, but are still standard actions. Mm, let me take a look real quick. Yeah, if you if you think it's a bonus action to cast that spell, then by all means, uh, go ahead and double check it. No, we're good. We're good. Is it standard? We're good. It just says one action. So. Oh, okay. Yep. So a regular action. We're fine. So you summon forth the wolves. He jumps back, goes to fire. First hit is a natural twenty. His second hit is a total miss. I. Uh, so the first hit, I. Uh, Who's he shooting? He's shooting you. Even though the wolves came at him. Well, wolves haven't come at him yet. They appeared, but he's firing at you. I. Uh, you just said the wolves went after him, though. No, they're going. They're going after him, as in like turn order. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, they they go, they fall after gotcha. you do, okay. and, uh, and he does. Uh, so uh, he hits you once with a uh, a crit. I uh, he does. Let's see. It looks like it'd be 16 damage to you. Uh, a bolt goes flying into your shoulder. Go ahead and make me a concentration uh, check. So you're making a Constitution saving throw. 17. Oh, Constitution. Uh, 18. You're fine. Your uh, uh, wolves are still under your control. Uh, he uh, 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 takes one of the uh, uh, like the scrolls and throws it on the ground right in front of him as a bonus action. And that's the rest of his turn. Uh, your wolves turn. What do you want them to do? Attack. The wolves growl and just pounce forward. What is their speed? Uh, their speed is... Yeah, it'd be switching their speed. Uh-huh. 50 feet. Yeah, they can get to them. Yeah. Yeah, they can absolutely get to them. Uh, you summon them uh, in front of you, and the wolves bound forward and go to attack. Go ahead and roll the hit. All right, they have pack, uh, pack perks, so they have advantage when they're together and uh, advantage for attack. So they both get up into his uh, face, and then they both attack. So go ahead and make a attack roll for each of them with advantage. Uh, first one is a 21. That's a hit. Second one's a natural 20. <laughs> they both hit. All right. And then. Poor he... Odaskel's getting mauled by wolves. <laughs> so do they get double damage on the natural 20? The natural 20, yeah. You roll the damage dice twice. All right. So that's 2d6 plus 3. So it'd be 4d6 plus 3, and then another hit of 2d6 plus 3. We could do that. We could do that. Let me just grab another dice here. I wasn't ready for this. Okay, here we go. Uh huh. And what Ooh, is geez. that's uh twenty eight. All together from all, both hits? All together, yeah. Oh cool. Yeah, uh, he gets uh uh bit by the wolves. Uh they he also has to make a strength saving throw. He does. Uh he gets uh what's the number he has to hit? Like Thir- a thirteen? Thirteen. Okay. Gets at the first one easy enough and even gets the second one. Okay. He's not pulled to the ground, uh, but he is being torn apart by wolves. <laughs> so that's still not great for him. I. Uh, the I, uh, back to you two. I, uh, <laughs> you you think you almost hear the sound of like wolves howling in the distance, and you stop, and uh, it must be your imagination. Weird. I uh, and strange night. The three of you are are sitting down in a room. Uh it's uh one of it's like the study that uh Professor von Drakovich and Albus B. Tinker have mostly been you know been spending their time in. Uh, you hear uh Zoff snoring in another room off to the side. I uh, and I. Uh, uh, Amelia kind of like you know nods and she says so um, yeah what uh, what can I help with? Well, I was wondering since you were with Glarus and the 
Cold to the Dark Star for so long. I was wondering if you could give us any insight on what they're planning, maybe where they're at, their resources, anything that you can do to help us out, even with the other supernovas, if you know about them at all. Like, that that would be great. She nods, and she says, now, I'm not sure what might have changed since what happened. And she kind of, like, just yeah. points at you and just sort of shrugs because she doesn't really know how to explain it very well. Right. Uh, and she says... Uh, Glarus didn't really talk to me directly. Uh, he he had orders for me that he would send, uh, but but he himself has mostly been keeping to himself and two others. Uh, Saturn Volo was disposed of, and to replace him in the supernovas was his own butler, mm-hmm. uh, Sotheby Crux. I, I met him once or twice. He seemed very powerful, but he seemed powerful before... He became a warlock. Yeah, he is quite a swordsman. I, I can imagine. He he seems like he has cunning eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other supernova that has been, at least in recently by uh, uh, Galaxy Render's side, is the drow named Telomere Venom Star. Oh, great. He's been keeping them pretty close by, but I don't know where he is currently. He would send orders indirectly to me. Um, but you, you had said that you wanted to know about the other supernovas. Yeah. Um, I know that there's another known as Groon. Mm-hmm. He's been disposed of. She kind of nods. She says, good. Uh, there was my replacement. Um, Who, uh, you saw. Yeah, she's gone. Uh, otherwise, there's one other that I know of who's been given a special assignment. Who's that? He's a cyclops known as Noro. Noro? A cyclops. A cyclops. I don't think I've ever seen a cyclops before. Have you, Tilly? Not uh, living. Yeah, and maybe in books. Yeah. But she she describes Noro, and she says, "I I don't. He always wore a cloak, but I could see his one eye through the shadow of the cloak. Uh, he's large, uh, uh, quite big. He's like probably an ogre size. Maybe even bigger. Uh, maybe about fifteen feet tall. So he'd be noticeable in a crowd. Absolutely. And what's his special mission? His mission has been to find some other source of Illinox's power in the region. Um, I, I, I wasn't given a lot of details. He's, he's been exploring the area, I suppose. Uh, I don't know where he is currently. I, I just know that, that he seems quite powerful, but he's a cyclops. I mean, he's much larger than me. I, you know, he seems imposing no matter what. And you know about the thing under the city, right? Yes, I, I know that... Galaxy Render is currently trying to find some way to control it, to gain power over it. It's uh, sealed away right now. He's not, like, he's not right up, to, now. up to doing stuff with it right now, is he? To the best of my knowledge, his plans haven't advanced yet. Um, but I also was kept out of the loop. I, I was sort of an outlier to the, the group. They didn't trust me with a lot, despite my abilities. Is she telling the truth? Roll insight. With guidance. With guidance, apparently. Ooh, with guidance. If you want to roll insight as well, Tilly, you can. Without guidance. Without guidance. Oh, like, you sure you don't want to take that guidance instead? Too late. Oh, I was already done. All right. uh, oh, I'm proficient we'll be right. in that, though. So that's a 5 plus 5 is a 10. So the D4 for guidance? Mm-hmm. 14. Tilly? 27. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Alistair, uh, she seems to be telling the truth to you. Tilly, 
she seems to be telling the truth. Uh, she mm-hmm. she does not seem like she knows a lot about the cult of the Dark Star's plans. Uh, you you don't know Tilly exactly what's going on. You she it's almost as if she's not really a member from the way she's saying things, but like maybe once was. It's hard to yeah, I'm like I'm like hinting on why Alistair knows kind of. Well, yeah, it seems like Alistair knows what what's going on with with uh, Amelia. I mean, they they had seen each other and were together. Did I never tell them what happened? You sure didn't. Back to you, Jandar. Oh. Uh Jandar, you uh, uh you uh in front of you uh by, you know, maybe about like 60 feet, I uh, is Odaskal. Uh, he's getting ripped at by wolves. Uh he had dropped a piece of paper with one of these scrolls on the ground. Nothing seems to have happened yet uh with that, but uh as far as that goes, it is your turn. Oh, fantastic. I'm going to uh, draw two arrows, sharpshooter on both, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and fire them. Yeah, absolutely. First one is a 18. It's a hit. Yeah, 18. Mm-hmm. Second one is a huh? 15. Is a miss. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, he was doing subdual damage to you. Are you doing subdual damage to him? Yeah, I thought that's what we Okay, yeah, that's, that's you know, I just wanted to make sure you didn't, like, pull a fast one on him. And did you order the wolves to take him down and not kill him? I guess I haven't verbally said that, but... Uh, you can say that as a free action. Sure. Now. Okay. Yeah, you, you I'm command the wolves. I'm chaotic, Craig. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just, uh, just hey, making sure. You some orcs earlier. <laughs> yeah. That's different. <laughs> okay, so I got one arrow here and uh, Colossal Slayers in play here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. But no Hunter's Mark. No Hunter's Mark, correct. All right, so let's see here. That is... Mm-hmm. Four million. Twenty-nine. Uh twenty-nine damage. All right. One arrow. Just wanted to point Oof. that out there. <laughs> Oof. Uh he gets hit real hard. And uh and he kinda like uh uh kind of laughs a bit and he kinda like uh uh you know cocks the uh arrow back for his own crossbow and he goes, Oh, are we gonna play it that way? I guess we're gonna have to. And he goes to uh uh he kind of like like loads the crossbow. Uh he uh Let's see. What's his best course of action here? I uh, lay down and just get eaten. Right. He pulls out a scroll and he casts a spell. Uh, if you want, make an Arcana check. If you want to figure out maybe what he's casting. <clears throat> um, that's not going to be great. That is a eleven. With an eleven, uh, maybe some kind of buff spell, maybe some kind of defensive ability. You're not sure. Uh, he uh, uh, casts that, and then I. Uh, he uh, taps the the scroll on the ground with his foot, and the it kind of the first one he threw the down? first one that he okay. threw down, and it kind of glows, uh, but nothing seems to happen, and he just sort of like kind of smirks, and uh, that's all he can do. It's uh, your wolf's turn. All right, we're rolling for him then. Here we go. They roll together, right? That's what you said. Uh, yes, or they you? they roll the same turn. Yep. Natural twenty. Oh, 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 oh. yikes! Uh, yeah, by all means, go ahead and uh, I'll roll again so that, uh, for the other one. Oh my goodness! Uh huh. Okay, uh, the other one is a miss for sure. Well, you okay. get two rolls. Yeah, you get advantage. Yeah, oh, you have advantage. Oh, oh yeah, that's right, advantage. That's right. Okay, well, never mind. That's uh, that would be an unnatural twenty. Uh, it hits. Okay, so we're gonna do regular hit and another crit. Oh man, Odaskal's uh, uh, taking a little, a few too many crits he's, than I thought he was. He's lunch meat. <laughs> hey, I asked him, man. That was what sixty six plus six, right? 
Uh, yes. A lot. Yes. Lots of six. Man. That's uh, 26. Altogether from both hits? Oh, sorry. That's 29. 29. <laughs> and then you. he's going to make the constitution save. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Twice. Oh, poor oh uh, that's right. His uh, strength saving throw. Yep. Or, yeah, that. Natural 20. Yeah, you got a, a okay. sixteen or seventeen. The next one. I'm not so, gonna yeah, lie, I don't really want him to go down. So <laughs> yeah. him, him can, rolling well here, that's good. You can order them not to bring him down, oh, like because okay. they follow your order. That's true. Do you want to give them that order? I don't think it's gonna matter here very soon. Fair enough. So I'm not going to. It's just out of uh, cockiness. Fair enough. The wolves attack and uh, uh, bite at him and stuff, and the uh, the glowing tr- uh, kind of like kind of brightens up a bit and triggers. And there's a giant explosion right on top of Odaskal. Uh, ooh. Yikes. Uh, yikes. Just yikes. Just, yeah, just yikes. Uh, the wolves each take 60 damage. They're both dead. <laughs> a burst of flame and the wolves explode. Uh, they go flying and go unconscious in different directions. It seems like he's holding back a bit as well. I. Uh, he's still in the middle of the explosion and it doesn't seem like he took too much damage. He sort of has his hands up like almost as if he was ready for the explosion. You think he might have uh, uh, put up some kind of resistance to fire magic and uh, uh, and he just sort of like smirks at you and he's like, oh, you're better than I thought you were. This is going to be a lot of fun and uh, it is now your turn. Oh, okay, so now that they're unconscious, I can I could switch to uh, Hunter's Mark. Hunter's mm-hmm. Mark. If you I sure wanted can. To. Okay. Do I want to do that? At this point, they're unconscious at zero hit points. Yeah. You would have to heal them, which you can. Like you can heal them, run up and heal them if you want. No, I, I guess I mean, do I want to cast something different? Is what I meant to say. Oh. Instead of Hunter's Mark. Um, but you know what? We'll just we'll throw Hunter's Mark on them at this point. Sure thing. Two arrows, sharpshooter on both. And uh, here we go. And what'd you get? Uh, the first one is definitely a miss. Ah. That's low. And. Oof. My first natural one. <laughs> Yikes! Your uh, uh, the arrow like kind of like splits off into another direction, and you whiff totally. Yep. But that was just your first of the recording session, Correct, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was that was a that was a you know I'm doing that on purpose again. It's being a little cocky here. You I uh, I. Uh, you launch the arrows, they go flying. He uh, does the same. He really lines up the shots and like tries to like uh, uh, get you. Uh, so he's taking a sharpshooter disadvantage as well. Yeah. I. Uh, so let's see. He. Uh, in 10, 11, 12, uh, what's your AC? Seventeen. Miss. And a miss. Uh, the both arrows go flying, <laughs> and he uh, he kind of starts like uh, uh, like uh, uh, running into like uh, another direction to kind of like circle around. You think maybe he's gonna like get to like the tree line or something. Okay, uh, it's maybe a couple of turns away before he can get that. He's there. not closing. He's not trying to lock down onto me though. He's trying to keep distance. Keeping distance. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It okay. seems like he's also a ranged yeah, yeah. Uh, guy. Okay. Uh, back to. You three in the study. You sure? I'm enjoying this. You you almost <laughs> feel like there's like a uh, like a a boom in the distance. Make a perception check. Amelia doesn't notice a thing. Uh, <laughs> unnatural twenty. 
natural 20. With an unnatural 20, you feel like you hear something in the distance and it catches your attention for a second, but yeah, maybe it's thunder. It's hard to tell. It's weird. It sounded similar. Maybe not exactly, but it sounded similar to the noise that a couple of wolves would make the in a yelping sound if they were dire wolves and they exploded. And there was an explosion. Did you hear that? It sounded like dire wolves exploding. <laughs> How the hell do you know that? <laughs> don't question my ability. Where I the... question your ability Wait all a minute. the time. I don't know where you get the shit from. Where is Zoff and Janjar? Zoff's sleeping upstairs. Are you sure? Yeah, I left the room I was sharing with him. Well, was Jandar in there with you? No. Why would Jandar be in there? He's well, like, I went in the basement like with sits... crazy tentacle people, yeah, and he wasn't down there. He sits and like does his thing for four hours and wanders off. We never know where he is. He's probably at the bar. Honestly. Doing what? Making exploding direwolf sounds? It does sound like that came from the direction of the bar. I'm going to locate object. Sure. see if Jandar's bow is within a thousand feet of us. A thousand feet? Is the bar within a thousand feet? I don't think it would. How far is a thousand feet? Uh, How many feet is a football field? To, to hundred yards. That doesn't help us at all. I don't know that answer to that. I'm just thinking of a visual that would be easily used. How about how many feet? How many feet are in a yard? Yes. It's, I thought it was like. Whatever. What is it, Tilly? A We're thousand idiots. feet is 0.18 miles. I uh, know. Yeah. Oh, then it, it is. It is absolutely within <laughs> a thousand feet. Yes. Uh, it, it is. Uh, does it give you an exact location, or just that it is within a thousand feet? That is a good question. Mm-hmm. It um, uh-huh. you sense the direction of the object's location as long as it is within a thousand feet. Yes, Redleaf Brewery. It is in the direction of Redleaf Brewery, where you also heard the exploding direwolves. And I just look up at Alistair and I go, "He's at the bar." I also, just so everyone knows, three feet is a yard. So then, if you have a hundred-yard football field, it's three hundred feet. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good job, everybody. Uh, if you include the end zones, though, it's like 120 yards. <laughs> so. so it's a little over three feet football field away. Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, that's towards the bar. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so I don't... Do you want to go check wanna, it out? I just want to let you know, he's not here. He's probably drinking at the bar. Exploding wolves? Exploding direwolf sounds coming from the bar. Can he explode wolves? I don't even know if he's able to do that. Amelia... Uh, do you know who's... <laughs> a, what... what, what there's like a spell or something that would explode wolves. The spell exploding dire wolves. I don't. I don't know if that's a spell or not. Hmm. The, the she points to like the room where Zoff is sleeping. She goes, "The wizard might know, but uh, yeah, let's I, wake Zoff up. This sounds sleep, like this know. sounds like something he would know. Uh, or just ask the crazies downstairs. Amelia, I ain't going back down there. Amelia uh, lets you know. She says, "I I do want to help in any way I can. I definitely owe you. Um, did you want me to try to see if I can track down where?" Yeah, if Galaxy we could, render if is? we could find where Glarus is and end this, that would be great. Um, prevent any kind of disaster to the city, get him out of our mind, get rid of Illinok. I mean, I'm up for whatever. Tilly, I know we want to go to the bar, but like, it's important that we take care of this. Well, we have yeah, a fight to finish. He's probably just getting drunk at the bar and making exploding yeah, animal yeah, sounds. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not worried uh, about Zoth him at all. Exploded, He's a, exploded a barrel full of water. I was going to take a bath in, and then you know, you don't see anybody else freaking out about it. So I'm sure he's fine. Should we wake back Zoth to up? Jandar? <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. Back to Jandar. <laughs> Jandar, it is your turn. With an arrow sticking out of my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it is my turn. It sure is. 
Okay. You have Hunter's Mark now. Uh, uh, you're, you're, uh, he looks like he's circling to the tree line to get himself some cover. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to draw two arrows, sharpshooter both. Absolutely. There we go. First one is a uh, 17. Uh, it's a miss. And the second one is a... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on? <laughs> hold on. I, I screwed that up. That's not a 17. That's uh, Wow. That was um, mm -hmm. 22 after I oh minus my, my five. Uh, all right. Oh, that's a hit. been adding the right stuff. I have not been adding the right stuff, yeah. And the next one is a um, 32 minus five. So is that a hit? I'm going to say yes. 27? <laughs> Both hit. 27, yeah. Go ahead yeah. and give me a pool of damage. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, my double miss may not have been a double miss, guys. But hey, you know, I'd say it's 2020. It's making you things interesting. Yeah, we're making things interesting here. Yeah, I'm having yeah, fun. With we, we agreed not to kill each other, <laughs> so you know, I'm just trying to trying to enjoy myself here. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Is there any people there. watching him? Watching them? I. Uh, you're not there. Oh, I just meant for flair. I. Uh, at this point, you you are sure that there are people who have gone to like the bar windows, though, uh, Jandar, and are watching you guys. Yeah, forty five. Nice. Jesus Christ. Uh, you could have had that an extra turn. I could have, but hey, you know what? We're having fun. We're having fun here. A couple more arrows hit him in the side. With my bonus, I'm gonna be like, mm, sting like a butterfly and, and move like a bee. That's it, right? That's it. I got this. Like, this is fun. I need to duel people more often. <laughs> he uh, 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 get like it's you know getting to the tree line, and uh, he's not there just yet. He fires a couple more times at you, uh, missing a hit. Uh, so he gets you with one of his sharpshooter uh, uh, hits. So uh, let's see, uh, sixteen. So you take uh, twenty six damage as uh, an arrow goes flying into uh, one of your arms. Cool. I. Uh, Back to your turn, Jandar. Lovely. I just smile at him. I'm like, yeah, all right. You got a little bit of skill in you. You got a little bit of skill. And he, he kind of laughs and smirks. He says, the feelings <laughs> the feelings mutual, I assure you. All right. Well, I guess uh, let's go ahead and if I throw um, a question, I haven't used this in a long time. If I throw down spike growth, is that going to be my turn? I think it, it is an action, I yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah, not worth it. It's not going to slow him down enough. I will go uh, two arrows, sharpshooter. And uh, give it another try here. And maybe add up my totals the proper way this time. <laughs> That'd be nice. Good hope. That'd be nice. Uh, 23. Uh, that's a hit. And natural 20. Oof. Oh, God. <laughs> Oof. I was hoping he'd get to the tree line and uh, be able to start doing his next plan. But uh, oh, goes that fight. Yeah, I, I don't know that he's going to hold up against this one. Okay. It, it wasn't a double crit. That's got to count for something. Yeah, the last time he only solo crit though, he did almost eighty plus damage. <laughs> oh, he's right. She's he right had, there. Yeah, he had the he had the bonuses. Man, oh, and I just like the picture like the the arrows get bigger and bigger as the damage is. So it's like a basically a tree with with a pointy arrowhead on it. Yikes! <laughs> a small tree. Yeah, sixty three. Ooh. He's still hanging in there. Oh, he's he's God. not down yet. Uh, arrow goes flying through, just like glides right through his leg, and he starts slowing down a bit. And he I uh, I uh, uh, he gets to like the trees and doesn't have quite enough strength to get around them. Turns around and he goes to uh, take a couple more shots at you. I uh, let's see what he can do here. 
Uh, missing a hit. Poor guy. Uh, you take uh, 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 24 damage from another sharpshooter hit. Oh, no. Are you down? No, I'm fine. Not worried about this. <laughs> you another arrow goes into your shoulder, uh, or uh, like uh, like your other shoulder, and uh, he, he kind of smirks as he's like kind of like you know kind of wincing at the pain of his leg. He goes, "I oh, just thought I'd even you out a bit, there, friend." I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Your I think turn. I look good like this. All right, let's just try to let's just try to close this out. Uh, double sharpshooter. Double sharpshooter. You we, ain't messing around. Here we go. Let's just just do this. Or maybe you are messing around. Uh, let's see. Uh, that'll be a twenty-four. That's a hit. And a. So hoping for a critical fail. No, he's doing math. <laughs> it's not a critical fail. Oh. Eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. Whew. Two hits. Whew. Okay. Two hits. Let's see what you can do. All right, so I got the arrows. I got the hunter's mark and colossal slayer. Oh man. Yeah, what'd you get? He's, he's going down. Probably. I mean, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> Forty-nine. He gets hit and then like raises up the uh, crossbow and he goes. Oh, you're good, friend, but I, but I, but I'm better, and poof, just hits face first into the ground. Back to you two, uh, and uh, Amelia. Uh, Amelia says that uh, uh, she'll try to investigate the cult and uh, figure out what she can. You guys can reach out to her magically, uh, or you guys can, you know, like, she'll just check in every so often. Uh, if there's anyone else that wants to, like, you want to send along with her, just let her know. Use Zoff. He's got some divination magic that could really help focus maybe where we can find Glarus and, and really put an end to this because every day we don't find him, the city is at risk and this region is at risk. She nods along and she says, uh, now I'm pretty sure he has a, a team of cultists that cast spells for him every day. And one of the spells in the rotation is non-detection. Mm. Uh, but I might be able to use him to find something. I'll wait until he wakes up, and then I'll I'll ask say that you asked for you know help. What do I'm you gonna know? go wake him up. Okay. What do you know about Telomere? Do you Telomere. know much about him? No, I don't know. Uh, does she know all the legends? She she kind of like shrugs and she says, "I I have a bad feeling about him. He definitely seems strange. I've only ran into him a couple of times. I." Uh, not enough to really remember him outside of what he looks like. Uh, he has a mask, but he doesn't wear it. I I don't really know a lot. He does. Well, uh, yeah, he's. Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't wear it. He doesn't wear it. Never seen him that? wear it. Never seen him wear it. Oh, okay. We wear the mask for you. You waking up Zoff? You gonna go wake up Zoff? Yeah, I'll wake up Zoff, and I'm gonna be like Zoff. <sighs> what, what, what? And he kind of like kind of rubs rubs his eyes. He's like, what's I got, wrong? I got two important tasks that I need you to take care of pronto. Pronto, yeah. Well, what do you need? First of all. Amelia is on a secret mission for us to help us try to find Glarus. Um, oh, okay, yeah. So that we can save the world. Are you are you able to help her out? I mean, I if I if the world's ruined, I, I can't exactly go back to my job and, and with show off all this new experience. So yeah, I, I'll do what I can. Okay, two, and more importantly, before you go, mm-hmm. use your div- divination orb or whatever and show me what the hell Jandar's doing right now. He's at the bar. Um, when, I mean, the bar's not far, right? Like, just, just show me what he's doing. I don't got time to walk over there. He's probably just a drunk. <laughs> he c- tries to cast the spell, uh, and, uh, 
He's like, it's pretty fuzzy. I don't know if we'll get a good image. And you see an image of wolves. Like there's like an explosion and wolves go flying. And then it goes dead. And he's like, um, I don't know if that was the past or the present or the future. And he shakes his magical ball and he holds it up to his ear and he can't get anything else out of it. Told you he's exploding wolves. Okay, thanks, Off. I goes, yeah, you're welcome. Can I finish sleeping and then help Amelia? How much longer you got to sleep? I just went to bed, like, started sleeping maybe a few hours ago. What the hell are you doing up so late? Listen, your dad and the professor are into some real weird stuff, man. You ain't got to tell me. I saw first. Okay, I I understand now. You can go back to bed. (laughs) He goes back to bed. Uh, Are you guys going to the bar? What are you guys doing? Oh, I wanted to fill you in, Tilly. Sorry, I I didn't tell you this. Uh, During my time in the mansion, um, I went back in time and altered reality and uh, saved Amelia. What? (laughs) Amelia goes, it's true, but it's probably best not to think long and hard about it. Just know that she used to be bad, and now she's our friend. I mean, I was always your friend, Tilly. Okay, now she's my friend. Yes, that's more accurate. Yeah. Braided hair friends never fight. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. We're just we're more connected as friends. BHFF. Braided yeah. hair friends forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, BHFFs. Okay. All right. I don't think that's what Till, uh, Amelia said, but to the bar. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia says she's going to wait until Zoff wakes up, and then they'll go investigate. Be safe. Be she vigilant. nods, and yeah, she says, I, I, want, I have no intention of dealing with them when I've lost all my abilities and powers. Yeah. Zoff knows how to contact me if you're having trouble. Uh, she nods. You guys start heading to the bar. Jandar, uh, you pegged uh, 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 Odaskal in the sh- like the the chest with an arrow. Uh, it didn't, or like into the side of the chest. You know, kind of like split out, uh, and he passed out from like damage and blood loss, but isn't dead. Isn't dying. Just unconscious. Okay, so first of all, do I have to do anything for these wolves? I don't want them to like die. So. Should, do I have any? Do I need to heal them uh, so that they can go off and be do their own thing? Or that would that would they would definitely uh, do a lot better if you healed the both of them. Okay. You want to drop two cure wounds on them? Yeah. You drop cure wounds. They are no longer controlled by you, but yeah. they are your friend. They are like you know they're 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 not going to attack you. Yeah. And uh, they both mm, let's see what would they do? Yeah, they go running off into the woods. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to go up to, um, what was his name again? Odaskal. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Dang. I'm going to go up to him. Is he, he's, he's out there. He's right? unconscious, okay, yeah. Okay, so is he, can I, am I capable of carrying him or at least like, can I throw him kind of like. Oh, sure. You can like okay. throw him over your shoulder or yeah. whatever. Uh, make a, an athletics check. Athletics check. Got it. Ooh, not bad. Athletics is a 19. Nice, yeah. You throw them over your shoulder. Did you want to like uh, uh, do first aid, pop the arrows out of them and stuff? No, I want to leave the arrows in both of us. Okay, and I want to head towards where they're coming from. Okay, so like back to the Midori that, School of Magic. Yeah, you you start heading to the Midori School of Magic a little slow, like sure. slower. You know, I, uh, I, uh, Alistair and Tilly both make you make perception checks for me. Natural one. <laughs> Perception? 
Uh-huh. Seven. With a seven, you almost see two large blurs fly by you, Tilly, and you sort of stop and look, and you don't see anything in the darkness of the woods. Oh, man. Must have been your imagination. <laughs> uh, Alistair, you certainly don't notice anything. Uh, in fact, you don't even notice a figure walking from the uh, other direction. Uh, and this is, it's pretty late at night, like early in the morning at this point. Uh, but uh, uh, Tilly, you do notice, it looks like Jandar's walking up, and he's full of arrows, and he has somebody over his shoulder. What the hell? Huh, what? Oh, oh, oh hey, Tilly. What? Oh. Jan- Did I just hear Jandar? Where is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you now see Jandar now that he's been pointed out. He's right in front of you. you oh. Are you still oh. half asleep? He's got a bunch of arrows in him and then a dead guy? Over uh, he's, not, he's not dead. He's not dead. We good. But he's bleeding. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You're bleeding. Yeah, yep. Kind of. Did you fall on your arrows? No, no. <laughs> this guy shot me. Those are his arrows. Uh, correct, yeah. How and much then, HP do you have, by the way, Jandar? 24. I was playing it smooth, though. Yeah, these are his arrows in me. And then, and then yours are in his, I'm assuming? Y- y- yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's how this works. I shot him more than he shot me, though. Did you shoot him with exploding wolves earlier? No, he blew my wolves up. Wait, you have wolves? Yeah. When mm-hmm. did this happen? Yeah. I already healed him. I already healed him and released him into the wild. Where did you get wolves from? I, I just call upon them. Just, oh, I just whistle and they show up. What? Yeah. What? You Since can when? Wh- when could you whistle? I, I don't know. Today. What is happening? <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> All right. Performance is a... Mm-hmm. 22. Holy cow. He whistles. He's oh. able to whistle. You're not a... You're, you're, not, you're not bad at whistling there. <laughs> I'm, I'm Okay. It's like it's good enough to get the dire wolves here. Did you practice under a whistle master? Listen, this guy <laughs> showed up. I was in the bar, minding my own business, having fun, drinking some some tasty drinks from Phil Fizz. Indeed. And uh, you know, Phil Fizz let me know that someone's been looking for me. I'm assuming it's the man you're carrying in your arms. It was, yeah, this guy right here. Is that an orc? This guy right here, and I kind of like, I kind of like just elbow him in the gut a little bit. <laughs> you elbow him in the gut. Uh, he still stays passed out. Okay, good, yeah. Trust me, he's alive. I promise. Did we we promised we each other. Him? Yeah, we did you need to heal that guy? We promised each other not to kill each other. So you know, I think he's good. I just want to say, do you need me to heal you guys? Or that with you saying that you didn't, you you promised not to kill each other. You know, you've grown a lot. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, so he's proud. not an orc. I'm so proud. Well, he's kind of. He's a I half thought orc. he was an elf. He's no, a he's a wood elf. elf. Oh, he's a wood elf. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a wood okay. elf. That's but why. But still. Yeah, you promise not to kill him, Alistair. You turn uh, turn around and like, kind of it's look at the so guy's dark. face, and it is it's it's laid out. But uh, the yeah, this is a wood elf. Oh, yeah. he's got orange hair. Uh, it's kind of like you know, like it's longer, so it's like kind of Fall like just up. falling down, you know, because he's unconscious at the moment. Tilly, I don't think, oh, man, Tilly, we're you, me and this guy were both badasses, but you know, since you offered it, I guess we'll take the heel. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, don't you guys want to live with your battle wounds? As, as I mean, stru- I'm leaving these arrows as trophies in, of your triumph. You hear the the guy go. Oh, uh, I guess not. Let's <laughs> get him back. He's let's alive. Get, let's get I him back to you. the school and then heal. Why him don't up. we heal up at the bar and have some drinks? <laughs> no, we're not going back to the bar. Fine. I need you to to since you're so tough with your arrows sticking on your shoulders. I need you to go talk to the. We got some shit you gotta deal with. Listen, yeah. I wasn't the one that came into the bar asking for a duel, okay? But you're the one who I went into the bar. I was minding my own business. Accepting the duel? Oh. No, I left the bar 
accepting the duel because Phil Fizz didn't want me to ruin Listen, the bar. We got to go put this guy down. Let him rest a little oh, bit. You can't put him down. I promise not to kill him. <laughs> yeah, not okay. Let's just go back to the house and we'll heal up. Yeah, I'll just, I'm going to actually rather just leave Jandar here and deal with the idiots in the basement. Okay, <laughs> let's go. I uh, So, yeah, are you guys heading back to the Midori School of Magic and I not am. healing up? Because uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to rest. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get to the Midori School of Magic. And, uh, Tilly, what are you doing to patch these guys up? Or are you going to take, like, a short rest for now while you guys talk? Yeah, I'm not patching them up. They need to rest it off. Fair enough. Uh, it's going to be, like, an hour rest, and you guys can talk while you guys heal. So uh, 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 if somebody wants to make a medicine check to pull arrows out of your friends... Yeah. Oh, how about sure. I do it? Can I pull my own arrows out? Yeah, you can. And yeah. I mean, you're conscious. It's really more for uh, this guy Odaskal. Oh, because he's oh, unconscious. I wanted to help pull the arrows out of Jandar. <laughs> you can pull one arrow out. I'll let you pull one arrow. One out arrow. The rest are trophies. I get Medicine to pull them out. is a wisdom. Okay. Uh-huh. Damn it. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. I got an unnatural twenty. <laughs> uh, you slide the arrow out fairly painlessly. I wanted it to be. Uh, Tilly, what'd you get? <laughs> I had 27. Wow. You pull the arrows out of uh, this wood elf, Odaskal, uh, and patch him up, and you let him rest off, you know, this damage he's taken. So you guys can use your hit dice. I. Uh, you get uh, an extra d10 on one of your uh, hit dice. Oh, wow. Because okay. I have a song of rest. I. Uh, the hour goes by uh, as you guys chat, and. Uh, on a patch up his wounds. Like and a, then, like on the bandages, like sketch Jandar's face. <laughs> you draw little characters of uh, Jandar Can you put on the winner band. underneath it too. And point yeah, I put, yeah, I put whatever you want. Perfect. Yeah, sure. So you you put like winner and just to mess with this guy, and he's currently unconscious. But you guys are able to chat while you guys are you know like healing up and stuff. All right, we'll fill him in on uh, Amelia's help and. What actually happened with Amelia? So I didn't explain it to Jandar either. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, uh, Amelia was pretty hell bent on getting revenge on uh, uh, Alistair's family, the Lockwoods, uh, and by extension, Alistair. Uh, but uh, uh, she used an item that she obtained from a non-roll sin. Uh, this knife that she stabbed into him, and it was going to make him repeat time, like for all his, like just for an eternity, watching her like like terrible upbringing. But Anonral Sin granted him the opportunity to make a change, and he used that one change to make it so that Amelia didn't have a terrible terrible childhood. Uh, and then she, because he changed time, it reverted everything, and she was no longer one of the supernovas. She had, uh, uh, in fact, made it so that uh, he would have the plans of the Luna Solar Cannon and wouldn't lose them to Glarus in the past. So what you're telling me yeah, is while we were in a house fighting multiple creatures with horse heads. Yep. Scorpions. Yep. Horse head hands. Yep. Soon to be. Worms with horses' heads on them. Well, I was there for that. The, just everything had horse I heads. Was, I was, oh, I know. You I were, remember that. You were daydreaming. Vividly. You're basically telling me you were daydreaming while we were doing all this work. No, I was stabbed into time. <laughs> I mean, so you, guys, uh, you guys at least know enough that Anonral Sin is weird and has a lot of bizarre powers, but it does seem really, really outlandish that time manipulation is one of them. So, I mean, you know, maybe take Alistair's story with a I, grain I, of salt. I didn't, I didn't have a choice, to be honest. I was kind of... No pun intended, thrusted upon me. 
Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Uh, so you guys catch up about what all happened. Uh, Jander, do you fill him in about this Odasco guy and how uh, uh, Gorn basically was like, yeah, 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 go fight this Jandar guy and then I'll fight you. 100%. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, basically uh, it sounds like uh, Gorn didn't want to deal with this guy and just sicked him on Jandar so Jandar could take Ooh, care of him. How nice of Gorn. I, I appreciate it. Hey, I mean, a he gave duel me a, a good. Duel. He gave me a good time. Yeah, maybe we need a duel at some point. Yeah, maybe. I uh, mean, if you really want to lose. But, uh. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are are chatting is, uh, and you've you know uh, uh, filled him in that uh, Zoff and Amelia are going to sort of do recon to figure out wh- what's going on with the cult, see if they can track down where Glarus is. Oh, did you want to let Jandar know about the uh, the final member of the five supernovas? Yeah, it's a cyclops. Name Oreo. Noro. Yeah. Noro. I like Oreo better. I do too. Seems, I thought it was Oreo. I forgot like... his name. It's Noro. He's a Cyclops. He's bigger than an ogre. Uh, and so far, we don't know much about him other than he's a Cyclops. Uh, Amelia... He's got one eye. <laughs> yes. That's Amelia... what a Cyclops is. Amelia, it's a giant with one eye, yeah. Uh, Amelia uh, has said that. Uh, He's under some kind of mission to find another like source of power for for Illinok or to find another place where he's like tearing through the world. I uh, that's that's what Does you that know. mean anything to me tearing through the world? Tearing through reality? Yeah, uh, would he, that mean anywhere else in the world to us? Rolling up making arcana check. Mhm. And what'd you get? Uh that would be I get half proficiency. So if it's a five, if half a proficiency, would that be two or three? Uh, round down with uh, with D and D, always round down. Round down, so nineteen. With a nineteen, you know that I I I per one of the conversations you had with Ilanok when he was still coming around, he hasn't really been around lately, bothering you guys or anything. Uh, he he had the last time you had spoke with Ilanok, he had said that I. Uh, uh, he was aware that you guys no longer seemed interested in getting, like, you know, reading more of the Dream Journal and, like, you know, gaining his power or anything or, like, trying to make deals with him. He, he realized that. And so he just sort of, like, kind of vanished from away from you guys. But he had mentioned that uh, uh, he was, like, you know, freeing himself. Like, he was his, like, the, the bonds that had, like, you know, sealed him away were loosening and he was gaining more power. So... Feasibly, on top of what's underneath the city of Narquelian, there must be other places in the region where Illinok is like coming undone and loose. Well, like the Pain Chateau, does that seem like one of the places? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, make a. Uh, uh, all three of you can make an intelligence check if you want. Should we be worried that this thing that we're having built might be a power that this guy's looking for? Uh, to the best of your knowledge, the Luna Solar Cannon is something to seal away aberrations. Uh, you don't know enough about it to know if it's also potentially dangerous in another way, though. Okay. I got a 19. 21. 17. With a 19, it could the Pain Chateau could very well be something involved with, like, you know, where, you know, Illinok is, like, coming loose. With a 17, uh, you're, you know, th- that sounds right. You know what uh, uh, Alistair's saying? I... Uh, Jandar, you with a, a twenty-one feel like there's something in the dream journal that you like had when you were last looking through it that remind like it reminds you of the Pain Chateau and potentially other places. Um, I will share that information. Hmm. Do you guys want to take a peek in the journal where you well, last left off? Tilly's read the most. Yeah, is there anything that you've already read? 
Do you want to take a peek? Because you can always reread previous portions and yeah, not yeah, have yeah. it drive you yeah, crazy. We'll, oh, okay. we'll, I'll reread up to where I've been. Yeah. Absolutely. The last three pages of the dream journal that you guys were able to get a look at were drawings. One was of a, the, uh, the Shuddering Mountain. It looked like it was a prison underneath the Shuddering Mountain. Another was the uh, the picture, a drawn picture of the city in green mist that you saw in the mirror in the prismatic palace. And the final one was a drawing of what looked like the paint chateau and a whole bunch of people there with parties and like party balloons and stuff like that. Uh, and that was the last three pages you read of the dream journal. I think we got to revisit some places we've been to. All three of you make a perception check. Or read this journal. No. Oh. And what did you all get? Perception check. 16. 26. Uh, 29. With a 16, you hear an explosion somewhere in the city. It rock like you feel the ground shake. There's like a huge explosion. I uh, with a uh, 26, you like rush to the, the, the window of the Midori School of Magic and look up, and it seems like it's somewhere in the upper upper level of the city, uh, like in the emergence, somewhere like, you know, uh, way up above. With a 29, Alistair, you have the distinct impression that the smoke that's rising up from somewhere in the city is coming from the Withered Branch Inn. What would you guys like to do? We investigate. Go see it. I'm going to grab the last arrow and rip it out of my chest and say, let's go, boys. The boys? Yeah. Tilly has, <laughs> Tilly has to stay behind. <laughs> the three of you uh, rush. I stay behind. Tilly, are you going with them or are you staying behind? I'm going with them. The three of you rush uh, into the city and uh, uh, people are panicking. People are freaking out. The like city streets are getting, uh, 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 you know, like uh, congested and stuff, and you guys make it to the uh, Withered Branch Inn where you do see it's uh, in flames and there's smoke rising up like, you know, into the sky. And uh, you see like a, a whole bunch of people looks like they're like starting to grab like buckets of water and stuff and they're starting to like try to like put out the fire and contain it. Uh, what would the three of you like to do? Um, uh, I'm yeah. going to try to help, but I don't know how I can do that. I don't think my arrows are going to help, so I'm useless. I if you guys realized. would like to run inside, you can. If you guys want to uh, do I hear do anybody anything. inside crying for help? Mm, I... You do hear what sounds like screaming coming from inside. Uh, it's a little hard to uh, tell exactly like who it is or what it is. Okay. Can well, we tell if it's like I'm magical running fire? I mean, you want to touch it? No. I'm running in. How, how would you find out? You're running in. Jandar yeah. runs inside. I'll go in after. Uh, Alistair, you chase behind. Tilly? I go in, but I'm going in with both my hands raised in the air going, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Uh, the three of you run into the uh, the inn, and uh, uh, you know, much like before, there's like that desk in the front, and then there's a staircase that leads up. Uh, and you guys head up the stairs. Uh, it looks like the like the fire is maybe like on the like the like the the roof or something. Like it looks like the inside is pretty you know contained of fire as of right now at least. Uh, and you I uh, I uh, get to the top of the stairs, and I. Uh, you see uh, uh, a lot of crazy stuff happening right in front of you. So right at your feet is the uh, form of uh, 
somebody you haven't talked to in quite a long time. You see Cascadia Citrine fall, the, uh, the noble who mm-hmm. ran the inn, unconscious at your feet. And you look up and you see three figures in the flames uh, in front of you. You see Glarus Galaxy Render, and he's flanked by both uh, Major Domo Sotheby Crux and Telomere Venom Star. And he just says, well, 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 I was wondering when you would get here. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.